Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. Uh, before I launch into episode 30, yeah, we've already made it to number 30, three zero. I want to take two seconds and, uh, you know, just uh, extend a humble hand and ask you guys just for a little bit of your help and contribution. And what I mean by that is uh, the podcast is, of course, a labor of love. And one of the best things you can do uh, in terms of uh, participation and collaboration, because I keep saying that, you know, um, every listen, every play, every share, every uh, comment is always a huge, uh, huge push forward and a huge sign of encouragement and respect and acknowledgement from you guys. And that's the only thing I ask for every episode. If, if any way in five seconds or an hour, depending on the episode that resonated with you, if ever it hit, if ever it did, I would be so grateful and so appreciative if you could just help out and spread the word. I've made an effort to make the podcast available as on all the major platforms, uh, Google Play, iTunes, uh, TuneIn, or the RSS feed. Um, so I'm hoping that it's accessible to uh, most of people. So uh, And also via the blog at awakentheawesome.blogspot.com. So that's the only thing I'm asking, guys. If you could just help me out and just uh, every little nudge helps. Uh, just, uh, you know, just try to subscribe on iTunes, uh, give us a star rating, uh, you know, uh, just leave a comment or, you know, just spread the word, spread the word wherever uh, this podcast finds you. Um, it would be greatly appreciated if you could just help us out and, you know, just spread the word of awesomeness in any which way we can. And uh, I can't thank you guys enough uh, for your help and contribution. Uh, and of course, as always, I like to ask, you know, just uh, don't hesitate to leave us a note and, uh, you know, just share some comments or, you know, your opinions or feedback. That's always appreciated. It's very synergetic. I try to build uh, according to what the audience feels and appreciates and always available at Awaken the Awesome. All one word, Awaken the Awesome at gmail.com. So for episode 30, um, I've been really blessed uh, to have uh, Mr. Tangi Exume. Uh, great friend. Uh, we go way back, actually. Just, you know, as always, it always happens when you take a look back and you actually extract yourself, you realize that, you know, you've, you know, known some significant people and you've had the privilege to actually cross paths with some amazing people throughout your life. And, uh, you know, just when you're taking the time to acknowledge everything, you know, that you've shared and uh, the similarities and different experiences, how that can bring up into a wonderful, candid, transparent, and very heartwarming conversation. Uh, it was a great exchange. And and I was so blessed uh, for Tungi's time. And full disclosure, as we are both the parents of two very young children, we tried to record this during nap time. So it's quite funny how we know we're trying to stay professional when we're just making sure that is he up? Is the baby up? Is the baby up? So uh, it's total, just a full, there's just a little tidbit, uh, you know, behind the scenes just to share with you guys. Um, so you won't know it from the exchange, but, uh, you know, we get into it about, you know, parenting and teaching and responsibility for the future generations because Tungi does wear those hats as a father, a uh, very active uh, CrossFit uh, athlete, a uh, teacher, and a philosopher, and one of the also actually one of the smartest guys I know, and of course one of the nicest hearts. And uh, with his heart and uh, generosity, and Dougie surely made this a terrific exchange, uh, which I hope you'll enjoy. So, without further ado, let's get into this episode 30 with Dougie Exumi. Enjoy. Rochelle, um, I really want to thank you for being there. And what you were saying like two seconds ago, it was like so poignant about this generation and, you know, the entire concept of the comfort zone. Oh, for because sure. you realize that, and I thank you for bringing that up because we were raised differently. And of course, every generation has some form of, you know, better standards or better, 
opportunities than the preceding one, which is, yeah. I believe, the natural evolution of mm-hmm. society. But the thing is, and and I don't believe that this generation, our children, are privileged, quote unquote, is because that we and this is the job of being a parent, right? The fact that okay, you know the sucky part. <laughs> So you try to make it better for them. But at the same time, mm-hmm. you're doing them a disservice. That's and right. I really appreciate what you said about, you know, you actually need to, you know, knock your ass down to have for your sure. ass knocked down to actually for understand sure. what sure. is part of just yeah. building yourself up. Yes. And yes. I really appreciate, you know, your perspective yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, you know, it's a very much... But you have it's a balancing act because because where and and it comes as well to what is our concept of love um and and how do we love like because you love what are you ready to do because you love someone are you ready to are you ready to build them up for potential obstacles or are you ready to smooth down the road for them in order for them to get anything that they want. So what is, will you say no, even if you have the ability to say yes, just for them to be able to learn a lesson? The, 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 the point I'm, I'm getting at is the fact that our concept of love from a Haitian background standpoint, a lot of it, a lot of the no's that our parent told us, the environment took care of it. So they were not in a position to make a hard decision because the environment was already built for the no. Example, mom, very, very, very silly example, but mom, I want to go out this weekend. I'm sorry, dude. They kidnapped five kids the other day. You're not going, you are staying right You're not going anywhere. You're staying home. So even if your mom wanted really to say yes, the environment took care of the fact that this is a no and you have to deal with it because this is the environment. However, here in Canada, and my kid asks me, he wants to go out, and I say, no, it's because I don't want to. What is outside for him not to go out? Even if it's minus 15, there's still service. Even if it's minus 25, there's still service. Even if there's 25 centimeters of snow, there's still things happening. There's still service. Things are still running. So the, the environment makes it very, very hard for you to keep that hard stance because because now, well, it, it has to come from you and you have to be very, very tough. You have to have a strong will to just dig your foot down and say, you're going to hate me for that, but this is the way it's going to be. And that's the Can challenge. Can I make a quick comparison to that? What yeah. you just said, I remember, and this is okay, parental parental authority down to us when we were kids and they'll say, you're not going out. And I remember translate, like comparing that when I had some cousins coming in from the States yeah. into Haiti we're going to see Compa Creole. Yeah. And as we're coming back, and as you know, around 2 or 3 a.m., you always had, like, you know, the barricades and For the sure. militaries yeah. and the yeah. cop cars and the guns and yeah. the AKs yeah. and everything. The CMOs were in the street. Yeah. I remember yeah. we got stopped for, you know, the obvious, you know, car search, right? Yeah. And it was natural. At 2 a.m., you're expecting it. You get out the car and you guys are armed to the teeth. But That's my right. cousins were crying. Yeah. They were crying. That's and for right. us, you remember how old we were? 14, 15, and you're like, 2 a.m.? Yeah. No electricity in the street. We're just heading home. And the guys, you know, they're menacing. They're being, you know, they're being hard asses. And, you know, they're, of course, they're exerting their authority, right? Because, hey, you got guns. 
Yes. You're just going to terrorize these little bourgeois kids, right? That's right. So yeah. my cousin started crying. And when we got back in the car, I was like, oh, my God, where do you guys? I can't believe you guys live here. I, I don't get it. But I say this now as an adult, yes. as a parent. First yes. of all, we grew up in some very particular circumstances. That's right. Second That's of all, being so, you know, so having such a strong character at 16 to face that alone, yes, you know, yes. you are actually the adult compared to your cousins and your family right. who, who are the same age. We're the That's same right. generation, That's but right. the realities are totally disconnected. Exactly. And exactly. now when you translate that as a parent, yeah. so when my wife tells me, damn, you're harsh. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. Yeah. it served me. That's right. That's right. That's right. And, and, and you know, the idea of comfort um, that idea of comfort is starting to come in the forefront of society right now because a lot of events are happening where we have to step out of that comfort zone. I'm going to give you an example that was that I was Please. talking about that with with Maria the other day, where um, the the Parkland shooting that happened in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of kids that are, while they are grieving, they are taking action. Mm-hmm. The comfortable, the, the comfortable thing that would naturally happen is to keep a delay for you to have time to grieve, for you to heal yourself, for, for you to, to assess those, those emotions and process and then after move on. But the issue is so pressing that there's no time for comfort. And what does happen when there's no time for comfort, movement, action, mm-hmm. people, real stuff, right? Those Engaged. kids are still so, those kids are still suffering. They are still having anxiety attack. They are still having depression. They are still having having thoughts of like why like survivors survivals um, guilt. They are still being feeling guilt like why I'm the one who's still alive, still alive when my friend is the one who got shot. However, mm-hmm. they are still moving. And that's the idea that we, we, we need to start internalizing. It's not because there's obstacle that we have to stop. That's the wrong thing to do. And if you revisit every moment in your life that were troublesome and that you overcame, you were moving while suffering. Mm-hmm. You were moving while suffering. It's like, I don't know, like I'm going to give you like the example of a, of a woman going into labor. If she stops, if she stops completely, the baby doesn't come out. Mm-hmm. She's not comfortable. You have to push through. She's suffering, but she's pushing. What's on the other side of this? A baby, love, family. You desired it, of course. Like the, the whole, it's on paper for sure. Like what 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 I'm what I'm saying there. But the analogy is that through suffering, suffering is not, in my opinion, something that should suppress any action. On the contrary. Peace through a storm, like the, the, a peaceful mind is the ability to go through a storm to know that I'm going to go out on the other side of that storm. The and it's struggle is part of the journey. That's right. And, and there is a, there's a, um, there's, there's a stoic author that I'm reading. It's called Ryan Holiday. And, and, and he goes, I know him. Book. I know yeah, that. The, yeah. um, the, he, the, I, I didn't read his last book. Um, what was the, the sto- anyway, the stoic. The it's stoic. A stoic. Yeah. Yeah, the there we go. Story. Exactly. And, and he, 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 he coins the terms of the obstacle is the way. So we, we've had it wrong. <laughs> we've thought, we thought that, 
there was a, a cool way was like, there's no obstacle whatsoever. And then when you shift the paradigm and you're like, the actual obstacle is the actual way, then, it's then, true. then automatically we're like, whoa, okay, fine. And even, even in biblical terms as well. Like I told yeah. you, I, I've been reconnecting with my faith and I've been rereading what was given to me. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, I'm starting to understand things a very different manner right now, right? Where, mm-hmm. where, where, uh, um, um, it's not whatever you believe in, but, but let's say in, the, in terms of, of, of a Judeo Christian, Christianity perspective. And let's mm-hmm. say, let's say we take, we take the, 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 the character of Jesus. Jesus never said that you will not have no trouble. He never said that. So, however, through that trouble, I'll be with you. I will walk the path along with you. I'm not going to carry you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm going to walk with you. I'm, I'm going to walk with you. Walk with you. So, so, so it, 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 it's like it's it, it's not. We have it. We have it wrong thinking that oh, that smooth sailing path is like okay. A smooth. There will be moments. There will be seasons in our life where we'll have a smooth sailing and things will be aligned with us and we have like everything will go. But it's not like we should not become oblivious of. The, the presence or the chance or the possibility of an obstacle and really like meditating, journaling and, and, and asking those questions and being confronted with a harsh reality in my personal life mm-hmm. had made me ask those valid questions and, and answer them. It's painful. It is painful because, because you, you, you kind of have to not undo everything but rework the blueprint that was your life, right? Like, do you believe it's it. important to question, uh, to question um, what was given to us? As in, like, you know, do you validate questioning authority? As in, exactly. like, okay, at a certain point, you know, do you validate? And your, of course, your in your own personal values. Do you think it is important as we grow and as we come along, not just to accept, but also yes. to, you know, you? It's always about pick and choose because individuality, in my opinion, is all about. Questioning what you've got and questioning yeah. what's in front of you and see, okay, what melts more together that would That's create right. the you. That's right. That's right. That's right. And that you, that you is always under construction. Okay. Always under construction. So our concepts of identity has been, my concept of identity for, for as long as I can remember was set in stone. Like it was, it was there and it was solid and that's who I am and that's what it's going to be and everything. And after a while I realized, well, wait a second. It is, it is not set in stone because, because that identity will, that identity should be malleable. It should be adapted. And it's, and what construct our identity? There's a good guy. Um, there's a, there's a great, great thinker that's called Mark England. Mm-hmm. And he and he developed something that's called vocabulary. So vocabulary is kind of a, a process where you are um, diving into language and how, what language or how we speak affects our internal, like internal state. And mm-hmm. and who do we talk more with? Not other people, ourselves. That internal ourselves. that internal dialogue build us, right? And, and, and through that internal dialogue, we create an identity. So, so the language that we have affects the emotions that are inside of us and affects the way that we, approach, we, we like project to other people. Mm-hmm. So, so if we revisit that internal dialogue, then there's a lot of things that can change. 
There's a lot of ways that we can, because, because what, what creates identity, identity creates from a thought by itself without any processing. A thought by itself is simply information. It is just information. If I don't interpret it, it is just information. Mm-hmm. But if I start layering interpretation onto that thought, then I'm creating, I'm creating an identity. If I create that identity and I keep on going into that process, and of course I, I'm paraphrasing a lot in there, but if I'm keep, if I keep staying on that process, then mm-hmm. that identity become more and more solid, and it and it becomes the way that totally I, speaks to um to a quote that I uh, that um I'm pro- like just like you, I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember where I read it, but it was so poignant in terms of what you're saying in terms of words matter, and how uh, the gentleman put it was the me you see is the me you will be. And that's very proverbial, but it speaks a lot to what I believe. And it's something I've been reading up a lot as well for over the past year. And I keep very, putting a lot of conscious thought into yes. the words that leave my mouth because yes. I understand that words have power. Yes. Words have meaning for both the good and the bad. Yes. Um, and I was saying this to my wife not, not too long ago because um, I kept joking about the fact, yeah, when I was in high school, I really I was, I was terrible at math. I was terrible at math. But that's something... And I analyzed it for years on end. I was not really doing good in math class. I could do physics, chemistry, English, philosophy, whatsoever. But I had an aversion for math. And when I realized that, you know, a bunch of my friends were just like, you know, they spent a lot of hours and a lot of sessions, a lot of after school sessions, like trying to drill trigonometry into my head. To this day, I'm terrified of math. But what I realized, I love statistics. I love, you know, stats, yes. you know, I can understand the applications of mathematical concepts, but I'm yes. like, yes, math is, if I just said like, you know, okay, math is difficult yeah. or something as math is unappealing. Yes. See, that's a different reality. Yes. That's a different mind shift. And if you yeah. just extrapolate that to things like, ah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so, you know, I'm, I'm so insecure or I'm, how, why would I get that job? That's right. You know, well. Nobody likes me or right. I'm so happy. Like, it's you speak your own reality into the That's universe. Right. That's right. That's right. And you need to be mindful of that. And, and, and the thing is what you are doing, all the, all the passion that you have for stats and everything, you're still doing math. You're still you're doing still, math. You're still doing a ton of math. You're still like it, it, speaking of math. My, my father is a, is a crazy mathematician. Uh, um, to the point of, of, of like, uh, it's not diagnosed, but I guess I'm diagnosing him like crazy math, crazy. Okay. Like there's a, my, my dad, you would never see him without a math book. When I, when I, when I asked my dad what he would leave for us when I was a kid, he said, he pointed to his, to his like bookshelf full of math books. And he says this. Okay. So like, that's, that's the point of craziness of math. And I remember in, in grade eight, I failed math. And my dad was like, you're worthless if you can't do math. You're worthless. And I'm like, I'm not going to do math. I'm, I'm interested in writing. He's like, how are you going to write if you cannot count your rhymes? You're worthless if you don't do math. And then I'm like, oh, come on. Like, and then he, he, he took a whole summer drilling and, and digging and making me see math everywhere. And then after that, but at the same time, he made me realize that Maybe this kind of application of math doesn't suit you, but look out at all the other application of math that you're doing. You're playing sports. You are, you are applying all those things. You're writing, you're counting, you're playing music. So all those things are math application. So, so there's, there's a, there's, 
there's several ways to to approach a problem and to approach something and the language and how we internalize that that feeling and how we talk about it makes it like show how we how we kind of like the value that we put to it right the language of what what we say like if i say i suck at this it, it's it's i'm putting all the control over over the the item that i'm describing instead of like putting ownership of things that i can myself control and and contribute to make myself better right so it's it's um the way that we speak to ourselves speaks volume in a way of how we see the world right and how we interact with other people definitely right so so those are those are things that i've been you know that my personal struggles have made me you know seek those things or ask myself those hard questions and 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 i'm 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 currently struggling with those things too right it's it's not all figured out and that you that we were talking about before is is under construction mm-hmm. all the time all the I time i believe it's a continuous process it because is. It is. um it is. first of all there's a certain part of your life that you understand that okay you're just coasting and then you realize that your life is actually in your hands and unfortunately some people realize that you know a lot not unfortunately some people realize it a lot earlier is like okay i know who i am and i know what path i want to follow i'm going to stick to it and some people realize it too late in like realizing that i had a choice you know and that's i believe uh, the awakening a lot of people you know and that's at you know really openly what i'm trying to communicate throughout these exchanges and throughout this podcast so like that you know throughout because i say this a lot that we are in this together and i realize a lot of people dealing with similarly the same struggles as i am in terms of accepting yourself accepting your frailty and accepting Uh that there is no such thing as perfection and you can build you know on your own you and there's that's that's also very important and i'm not sure if you come across this with your students or personally where we realize, well, again, two headed, and I, re- I realize, I realize this as well by reading, you know, too many self-help books, you question yourself too much and then you're just diluting who you are. And therefore exactly. you're always in a constant state of thinking that there's something wrong with you. Yes. Yes. You know, yes. and yes. some yes. people need to shift that mindset and just focus on you. That's I'm not right. sure how you can speak yeah. to that. Yeah. Well, um, you know, the, the focus on ourselves is focus on things that, that we can, that we can control and, and the idea of, progression is way better than perfection because perfection is static. Let's take, for example, if let's, let's, let's consider if perfection ever existed, that's it. We're done. Okay. What are we doing? What's the point? If then perfection, what? perfection is, perfection is static. Perfection is not, is not moving. Perfection is that, okay, that's it. Everything is done. There's nothing else we can do. However, progression gives a, 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 a purpose to keep on going because that progression you become that progression becomes kind of like addictive in a way right you keep you keep pushing you keep pushing you keep pushing you keep pushing and and but fo- focusing on ourselves mean that focusing on things that we that we can control that we have the control over and it goes it goes into the idea right now I'm teaching a philosophy class in my for my grade 12s and we're talking a lot about you know choices free will what is really free will what do i decide for myself right what is what what is a blind kind of like a blind faith into 
all the philosophical philosophical uh, philosophical questions that we that's a tongue twister yeah, that's a tongue twister i'm telling you and especially in english so uh, um uh, philosophical questions that we have and that we all face too but the part that when i when we started when i started in september with them there were a lot of i mean there were a lot of doubt and a lot of like well it doesn't matter right there was a lot of like kind of like they they resigned themselves in the fact that there there were no control because grade 12 students are at the point where they are going into university or they are they are about to like choosing like what what do i do with the rest of my life but when i, I at one point there was a shift when they started realizing that there's a lot more in their control than they think and when we are choosing one path for our life we can change if that path doesn't work we can change there's a false narrative that's been going on about people who are successful that they already had it figured out like way back when they knew exactly what they wanted and then but when you look at people that have been successful how many times that they have changed path a lot a lot and if we look at about our own success as well there's a lot of moment that we have recalibrated recalibrated our life to to segue to that there's a great commercial that i saw well, i went to the movies and it's a jeep commercial for the compass mm-hmm. um it's one minute commercial and 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 sometimes i hate i hate advertisement but sometimes there's some great stuff in it and the 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 story in the commercial was very simple is that sometimes there's things that will happen in your life where you will have to recalibrate you will mm-hmm. have to recalibrate the statement that you put on paper so they were they were going like in, into example like um stay single until you're 34 years old wow. and then they showed you someone with a pregnancy test that is positive recalibrate recalibrate you don't have to recalibrate oh uh, um um stay in the same job for 25 years you get laid off recalibrate staying single again but someone really loves you and 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 like like propose to you recalibrate calibrate we will always have to recalibrate so 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 the recal- every time that we recalibrate is we we are gaining experience we are gaining we are gaining a, a a a like a bag of tricks a new bag of tricks to face the next challenge that's what recalibration recalibration is uh, um in my in my own life i came to vancouver and my intention was to stay 18 months sat down i said it to everyone in my surroundings i'm staying for a year and a half then i met my wife recalibrate recalibrate I had and and recalibrating means that you do have control over the next step. You do have control over that next step. That pregnancy test that come back positive, it's a it's a what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you uh, what are you going to do? What are, what are what is the people involved in that in that pregnancy or in that relationship? What are you gonna, they going to do? And automatically that that nucleus is completely shifted. there's another focus in there there's another recalibration so so the the idea of success the idea of 
of perfection, it's always people see the perfection instead of seeing the process. People see the end result instead of saying process. We, we're not looking for perfection. We're looking for, it, it's, in my opinion, we should not look for perfection, but we should look for progression. That's progression. my, that, that's, 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 is it okay? But we're not, I'm not, I'm not downplaying the fact that, you know, everybody should have someone you look up to. Everybody, some have inspiration. You should have a little bit of respect and acknowledgement for people that came before you. And that is only going to drive you further, you know, Mm -hmm. just, you know, taking my own example, when I, you know, when I started, you know, obstacle course racing and I started into the Spartan race, I always said like, you know, well, okay, well, you know, and it, it, the, I, I was telling our friend Ludovic this, um, about the fact that how I approach the mountain is basically the mountain does not discriminate. There are yes. people oh, who no. take on OCR as a career and those guys, you know, do the beast in like 59 minutes. Yes. And there are people who've been on the trail for six hours and who aren't done yet. That's but right. you have to respect where you are. Yes. And it's okay to want to get to the guy who's the elite who can yes. do 59 minutes, yes. but you know your own realities. Like, That's listen, right. he's been practicing this thing for two years. That's right. I've been at this for a couple of months. That's right. Let me stay in my own lane and yeah. you need yeah. to accept yourself. That's a key point. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Don't worry about other people, what they are doing. Stay in your lane. When you're driving on the highway, do you care about the other guy? No, you, you, you are aware of his existence. You're aware he's there. But it's not because someone zoom past you at like 120 that you're going to be like, oh yeah, okay, you know what? I'm going to go 120 as well. No, no, you, you, you stay in your lane. You stay in your lane. You do what you have to do for, 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 uh, um, that. as they say in Creole, mezi l'argent, mezi wangao. C'est tout. Okay? That's so, it. So you that's go it. what you have. You stay in your lane and then another person will zoom past. That's on them, right? So, so, I, but I, I do I do like the idea that we need to have mentors. We need to have to, to have people that we look that we look up to, that we that that are influencing us. That and and for me, for a long time, my 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 dad, my uncles were were mentors, and then it kind of like started to go with like books that I read and 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 coaches that I've had in my life, like my my South Science instructor great great inspiration of of seeing like how he was able to be methodical about his his journey and and and, and making it to 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 accomplish his dream uh, um several coaches that i have like that i have in in doing crossfit like that that's been helping me staying in my lane and then always every time that i question myself they're like yo dude look how far you've come Look at your progress. Whenever you have doubt, look at your track record. And that's what we need Check to Check where you were, see where you exactly. are now. Exactly. And that's what we need to accumulate. We need to accumulate, instead of accumulating evidence to show people on social media, we need to accumulate evidence for ourselves. So when we are doubting, we can look at ourselves in the mirror and say, I've overcome X situation. I can use this in my, I have this tool in my bag of street. I can extrapolate me in that situation and then what are the things that i've used in that situation that i can apply in this like current situation for so, me for my for, for my, my stack exactly 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 right it, are it, we are we dealing with uh with a bit of narcissism with this entire um you know uh log that we're doing with our lives with every single day not just for instagram but anything are we dealing with a heightened sense of just, narcissism just Sure, yeah. sure, not a problem. Yeah. It's okay. Don't worry about it. But um but are we but I appreciate your time by the way. I really, really appreciate it. 
No, well, I appreciate what you're doing more than my time. <laughs> because I like, I like what you're doing. I like the boldness of it. I like the guts that it takes to just like get the ball rolling. And what you are doing is progressing. And every time someone is progressing, I'll be your first cheerleader. I'm just going to clap and yell and, and, and push as much as possible because Because those are the things that we have to start somewhere. We have to start somewhere. And that progress, it's like, you know, like next thing you know, you're at 600 episodes, 700 episodes. It's crazy. In a very short year. And, you know, this is episode, this is going to be episode 30 uh, when it goes live. And, you know, compared to the first iteration of this podcast, when I was trying too hard and the first, and I think everything is a learning experience, right? Because yeah. I can look at it, and I'm very proud of the first chapter, and I say this all the time, but it was a learning experience. I realized sure. what I enjoyed doing, what yeah. I didn't like about it, and how yeah. I can do better. Creatively speaking, and I realized that I was also being my my own obstacle, right, in terms of needing it to be too perfect, needing exactly. to be too structured, needing exactly. to have the perfect guest, the perfect blog post, the perfect exactly. the perfect platform. Like, yeah. dude, just just publish. Okay. Just, go. Just, just do it. Just go. Just go. Exactly. Yeah. You'll learn it along the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I just totally sidetracked that, but I was no, asking, no. I was asking about the narcissism that, you know, cause I was having this conversation with someone last week about like, are we dealing with an unfortunately, um, heightened sense of narcissism with all this, this need, this need to record every single waking moment of our lives? I'm going to, I'm going to challenge that assumption. Okay. I'm going to revert the question back to you. Mm-hmm. Since when? Humankind has not been narcissistic, narcissistic, or narcissistic. <laughs> since when? Since when? You're right. Because we are, we have also a big, big thing of like recency, recency bias. Mm-hmm. So we are biased with what we see in front of us. I don't know, like you see a sport event. This is the greatest finish of all time. This is the greatest player of all time. Recency bias. When was? Yes, of course, right now we can see that we have access to a lot of technology, a lot of social media, et cetera, and people are posting and, and there's the, the access is bigger, but is it because we are more narcissistic, nar- narcissistic, narcissistic? I don't know what the word is. <laughs> <laughs> My English is not very good looking as Celia Cruz. No but but uh, um, is it because we are more self-centered or is it because the tools are there for us to be self-centered? Okay. Because in the middle ages, people didn't have access. It was like an elite. Now, because everything is democratic, then okay, of course, it's, it's, there's more of it, but the, the core of our nature, I don't think it has changed. We've always been self-centered. We put ourselves at the top of the food chain. We said human is, we are the greatest creation ever made. We are the top. We are the top dog. And every single time nature is telling us, dude, wake up you're not the top dog but we just don't listen so is it because i i, I don't know i i i that I, I don't like answering a question with a question mm-hmm. but I, I like the fact that i'm challenging the fact that i don't think we have ever been less self-centered than we are right now i don't think so i don't know i don't know it's true 
because I'm not sure if it's just because, you know, we're worried or again, because we're the last analog generation or sometimes because my geeky self always challenges my philosophical self because mm -hmm. I enjoy the technology as much as the next guy. And every single little tool, every single little platform, every single development is just like, really, really? Like, it's amazing, but at the same time, just today, and I'm really not kidding, you know, because when you click a YouTube video and then you see this ad, and I'm like, I really saw this ad for Illumibowl, which is an actually a light, a night light for your toilet bowl. Wow. And I'm like, seriously? I'm like, seriously? Okay, I'm all for innovation, yes. but there has to be a certain level That's of right. decency that That's we don't right. need, but... If there's an That's ad right. on YouTube for it, which means there's a market for it. Oh, for sure. Which means there are people that are in this, interested it. in this yes, thing. Yes, in buying it. Inventing. That's right. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. But at the same time, you have to disconnect just two seconds to take aside the fact that, you know what? Simpler times. Don't worry, my friend. It's okay. I'm on yeah. your time. If you have to go, you have to go. Again, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But I definitely think that this generation uh, has a lot going for it and mm -hmm. has... Um, in in my both fears and admiration has also a great deal of obstacles ahead of them, like because their challenges have nothing to do with what we had to do. Oh, for sure, it's totally oh, different. Sure. Oh, and sure. I believe that it's up to us, as you know, was the responsibility of our predecessors to accompany them in the best way we can. But oh, yeah. that is yeah. the role of disconnecting as well. Like you, like we were saying, stay in your lane. It is not our fight. It mm -hmm. is not a reality, and it's mm -hmm. up to them to actually make the best decisions going exactly. forward. Exactly. And it's definitely something that I'm probably sure you 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 go through with your students every day, and you know in your own personal life. But it's definitely something that you know is both intimidating, but you have to look at at it on a grand scale. You know, society is going through a really huge you know shift right now because uh -huh. the 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 canvas is so wide and yeah. the obstacles are so huge. Yeah. And you know you can only sit here and you're like go like wow okay <laughs> this is real this is yeah. real yeah yeah man and, and and you know it's 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 our responsibility to my, my first cultural shock in canada happened about 15 years after moving to canada the first day that i entered a classroom and I started teaching. That was my first culture shock. shock culture shock. How so? Be because <laughs> I don't know. I, I was like, I was like, oh, you guys do education completely different than what I'm used to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it's kind of, it's kind of seeing being in the educational system kind of like gives you what build the society later on, right? Mm -hmm. So not not only teachers, but just just the just the the dynamic that exists within the education system mm -hmm. creates the society. So when I when I came to Canada, when I arrived in Canada in '99, I was in like in Cégep and then university, and I was like, "Why are those kids so stressed? Like, what's going on? Why are you so stressed? Like, why are you so completely like?" not able to function be, and we are in cégep like we are 17 18 19 and we should be fine with the fact that we're gonna have tests we're gonna have exams and we should be fine and in, mm -hmm. i'm not talking about the level of stress of like oh man wow like 
I have like kind of butterfly, that little butterfly that you have in your stomach and you're like, oh shit, like I studied, I'm ready. But you know, like the performance stress, I'm talking about, about something like, like paralyzing stress, you know? And then, then it took me like going to university, then go back to the source, which is the education system. Mm-hmm. That's like, like in the background, in the background and saying, there's no preparation whatsoever to what's coming when we are getting out of this. Therefore, how do I expect after 13 years to have a student ready for facing life challenges life. When, when, when they're not ready, when they are not being, being prepped? When it's like, well, oh, okay, well, um, you don't want to do that homework? It's okay. We won't do it. Let's put it put it under the rug. Wow. Or or you don't want to be sitting in this classroom because because you have a male teacher and and you feel like you don't like male teachers because you feel like male teachers treating you bad. Fair enough. There can be some emotionally charged things that are attached to that. I'm not denying that there can be some some psychological effect that are, that are attached to that. But if les petits caprices are being like executed and say oh yes at taking at face value yes no problem we'll we'll move you to another class then then we have a problem let me just cater to every single nitpicking you know little annoyance that you might yes. have so i can make it easier for you exactly exactly so every single time it's like making it like scaling it down scaling it down scaling it down scaling it down and i had that culture shock because me as a teacher i'm like the complete opposite i'm like no we're gonna do it harder here so it becomes easier when you get out Obviously. It's not the other way around. Obviously. The way, the way you practice is the way you perform. So if you practice, if you practice loosely, then you're going to perform loosely. How do you perform under pressure? Then you practice really, really, really hard. Then you're able to perform better or at, at par, at least. Right? So, so you're not so, a fan of, you're not a fan of participation medals. You don't, you don't give out pointers for no, just showing no, I, up. I can, I can, I can encourage, I can encourage taking risk. I can encourage taking, I can encourage participation, but I don't put that high value on it. Mm-hmm. I don't put that high value in terms of like, uh, I don't put that high value on it. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm kind of like the, I will support any student in any endeavor. Like, let's say a student is like, well, I don't know if that, assignment i can produce it that way and i'm like okay if you have another way that's better than the way that i propose it let's do it let's i'm gonna work it. with you i'm gonna work with you oh you think that okay well a poster board is limited therefore let's go you want to create a website i'm all for it you want to do you want to do an interview with someone in the community let's go let's do it let's make it happen right and and what i find is that oftentimes students have developed a idea that I'm going to tell the teacher something that's completely impossible because no one has given me a chance to follow the dream that I want. Okay. And then they putting the, in adults in general, I've not given them the chance of like, you know what? I'll, I'll go with you. I'll do it. Let's go. I'll give you the resources, the time and everything. And let's, let's push that thing as far as it can go for you. So it's shifting the thing in terms of like the responsibility is on you. You feel that this doesn't suit you. Let's find something together that suits you. I'm I not will be an go... asset, not, a, exactly. not an obstacle. Exactly. Exactly. So being that vehicle of, you know, like help to, 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 and, and at the same time, when we start having that and when we, when we start showing young kids that this is the standard and I'm going to do everything in my power for you to reach it, then all of a sudden we un- unleash like a, a 
like a pool of creativity because they're like, wow, wow. Like there's kind of like a, a little philosophy of like anything that you do with in a, in a coaching moment should be a low floor. So everyone mm-hmm. can come in and a freaking high ceiling. Mm-hmm. The possibilities are endless. So everyone can jump in. If you are not able to write correctly, there's a way we can adapt it, but you're still going to be doing work. You're still going to be producing something. We're not eliminating completely what you're going to do. Like, okay, you know what? You can stay right in the corner. As long as you stay quiet, then I'm fine. And <laughs> it's good. You know, so it's like, it, 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 it's we as adults in general in our life with coworkers, with people, we need to have that, that thing that anyone can jump in and the possibilities are endless. Relationship, I can be friend with anyone and we can go as far as we need to go. Low floor, high ceiling. And it's, it's on you, but I'm going to be there digging and asking you, what do you really looking, what are you looking for? What do you want really? What, what kind of like area of expertise? And if I don't have that expertise, I'm going to find someone that do have that experience, that, 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 that like, that set of skills that you so require. we have to acknowledge the fact that we can't do it ourselves and we exactly. have to acknowledge what what we can bring to the table and where we need help for and we need That's to right. be you know honest or sincere enough to actually build on that and to be able to first of all be transparent because there's a lot of ego in there as well we're not willing to actually put ourselves out there and say you know what i might need help or like you said oh, yeah. my idea is too stupid so you're probably not going to go with it yeah yeah so, so it's, it's being open to listening to anything, right? And then giving, giving the opportunity. And, and through my experience with the, with students, I've, I find that when you have that dialogue with them, they're like, no one has ever listened to me. That's powerful. <laughs> no one has ever, no one has ever listened to me. And you find that, okay, now I see what the root of the problem is. We don't listen. We don't talk. We don't listen. Right. So, so then giving more and, and, and my mantra is, if my grandmother was alive, would she be able to come in my classroom and be and participate? And my grandmother, on my on my, my maternal grandmother, had a mm-hmm. grade four level of reading. A grade wow. four level tops. Right? So I'm like, can at any given point, if my grandmother walked into the classroom right now, Will she be able to tag along? And if I can answer yes all the time, I know that I'm doing a good job. Okay. Right? And same thing as well when we are, when we are like, um, um, I don't know, for food choices. Sometimes we're like, what kind of food do you eat? Can my grandmother recognize it? If she could not recognize it, then I'm not eating it because not it's probably it. something. It's probably something that's not correct. Nutrition has gotten so out of whack now. It's right. just like I'm just really yeah. and like you were talking about the culture shock. Sometimes I come at this, you know, from a Haitian perspective, and you can't, you can't, because again, we're talking about individuality, and you yeah. have to bring yeah. your own reality to the concept. That's right. that's when right. the power cuts out, or you know, we have issues with plumbing, and you're like, you know what, just get a bucket yeah. of water, man, and it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. Don't yeah, worry. It's like, yeah, so he the, he woke so, up. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We're so probably wrap up. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We're probably going to wrap up. But yeah, you know yeah. what? It's it's amazing. Um, to first of all, it's a terrific feeling to uh, you know acknowledge that you know we're privileged. Um, we're we're at a very point where 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 humanity is privileged and has a lot you know to build on and has a lot to look forward to. But as again, you know, and I really thank you for speaking on that about the fa- the matter of choice. 
You have to choose every single day, every single time. And it's not just on you. It's about the people you care about. It's about the people you connect with. And it's about, you know, the personal truth that you want to bring and the personal truth yes. that you want to reveal. And I really thank yes. you for, you know, for embracing that. And something that, you know, I thank you for your wisdom and philosophy, because it definitely speaks a lot to, you know, what we're trying to bring to this program. And, you know, thank you. I know because, again, we had no pre-planning of where this conversation was going to go. And I always appreciate your good nature and friendship, because, again, yes. we go way back. And, we, go, uh, we, know, go back, we go we go we go way, way back. We go way back. If we put years, if we put years until where we go, we're probably in the twenty years. Pretty you're much. You thirty six? Yeah, I'm thirty six. I'm thirty six too. So That's... I'm afraid. I, I I don't like counting those things because we're dating now, ourselves, man. Now now nineteen ninety is not twenty years ago. It's it's gonna start to be thirty years ago. Very thirty soon. years ago. Okay. It was a so, while ago, man. So, so the thing is, I'm like, wow, I am old, but, um, and, and do, you know what? Those things, people like you, that makes that people like you, people that are, that are in the same boat as, as I am, make me want to be better and make me want to continue. Like, I'm like, sometimes, sometimes I do have some thoughts. I'm like, I should not let Olivier down. Like in the grand, like if something happened right now and someone say, yo, Olivier, I saw, I saw Tangi do this. I'm like, <laughs> Olivier's going to be disappointed. And I'm like, I should not let him down. And, and sometimes I'm like, not at all. Sometimes I'm like, this is, this is more added pressure on myself, but it's kind of like, it, it's, it's weird to find word to really define it, but it's really kind of like, we do have a, we were educated in order to have a duty towards colleagues friends and and family and everything so i'm like there's a certain there's a certain way to carry yourself so you don't let people that know you down and and i i kind of like i kind of like i appreciate people like you that are doing good because every single time i'm like yeah okay yeah that's it's like a rappel alarm get your get your stuff every, together okay every get single time you have the question know? like okay am i doing okay am i doing am okay I, yeah. like, and you realize you have to take a step back and realize that you know you're adulting but something fierce but you're like okay i have no idea what i'm doing but then again you're just like you have to think well you know tangi is like you know he's in vancouver and benji's doing this and you know yeah, yeah. kwadi's doing this and you know it's all about yet again i and this is, I don't know why, but this word has been connecting with me over the past year. It's acceptance. Yeah. You really need to yeah. accept where totally. you are. Totally. You need to always have positive visualization of where you're going. I know it sounds very woo, but that's, yeah. that's a lot of reading as well. You, you need to visualize in yes. terms of yes. where yes. you want to go and be realistic about, exactly. you know, what yes. can be achieved. And yes. what you also brought brought a second ago about the fact that, you know what, you need to recalibrate. Maybe oh, this yeah. wasn't the best destination. Maybe yeah, this really. wasn't the right orientation. That's right. And you know what? Maybe we're good where we are. You know? Exactly. For, so, and and we're good, we good for now until we have to recalibrate again. Right? Recalibrate again. And, and, and it's, it's kind of like, it, it, and it's so liberating. It is so liberating. Like, I've never felt so free knowing that, hey, I can recalibrate. There's endless choices. There's endless okay. moments that we can recalibrate and we're going to be fine. We're going to be it's fine. As long, long as we do, as long as we do things that are legal, because you know, once you get on the illegal <laughs> side of things, then I can, I can guarantee that you can recalibrate. Can that. I'm sorry, but as long as you stay within legality, you play within the rules, then you're fine. 
enjoy it enjoy it's a long hallway of unending doors and when you pick one door it closes but yet again here you are yet again at another hallway of never-ending doors so make the best choices for you and be able to accept you know the 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 positivity in every situation and you know there are good days and bad but you know always reach out there's always a helping hand either in in montreal or in vancouver there ready is. to lend a helping hand. There is, like, there is. I can't was, thank you enough, man. It was thank a pleasure, so man. Much. It was a thank pleasure. You. I really appreciate it. I'm definitely going to link up all the um, all all the necessary web links, you know, just where people can find you. But I also like to again, this is everybody feels like I'm putting them on the spotlight. But a parting word from you, you know, a quote, a positive, a positive thought, you know, just to leave the people with. You know what. I've been I've been thinking there's a there's a Bible quote that speaks so much volume to me lately, and it's kind of like been my mantra for the past six months. It's um it's from the book of Philippians Philippians four and six. Mm-hmm. It says, "Do not be anxious about anything. In every situation, through prayers, petition, and thanksgiving." Present your request to God and the peace of God that transcend all understanding will guide you. And every single time that I feel I'm going out of whack in my head, it's kind of like centers me. It's kind of like it brings everything. It's like, don't be anxious about anything. And, and the, the, if we break down that quote is, 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 is marvelous because it's kind of like tell you not to be anxious about anything, anything. Anything. My car broke down. Don't be anxious. You don't have money. Don't be anxious. You are, don't be anxious. Don't be anxious about anything. And in every situation. So within those anything, in every situation, present your request to God or to your faith. And, and, and then, and then the, the peace, that peace of that, of that God will transcend all understanding. So it's a, it's a peace that people will not understand that mm-hmm. why in that situation, in the middle of that storm, you're that calm. That's not understandable. You should like have your hair, your hair on fire and you should be like <laughs> losing it. But that, that's kind of like for me over the past six, seven months, that's been, that's been so like bringing me together every single time like that. I feel that I'm in a, I'm in a tense situation and I'm starting to like, you, you can physically feel that you're about to lose it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can, you, you're connected with your, with your person, with your being, like, you know yourself and you're like, no, nope, that's, that's starting. And then every single time it kind of like recentered me. So, so that's kind of the quote that I would go to right now. As we said, powerful. identity, identity are, are, are can evolve. So maybe in another six months, it'll be another quote, but for now, that, that's that, what keeps that, you grounded. That's the quote. That's the quote. It's like that's it, what centers, we're go with. it centers me. It centers me. So that's what it's I would. That's a powerful quote. Yeah. Thank you so much because you speak with it with such intensity and such passion. Oh, it's man. obviously something it's just, that really resonates with like, you. Oh man, it's just it, it's because I've been going into every single word of that of that of that scripture, and I've been like writing about it, journaling about it, and then like finding ways that when when it has centered me really, and I'm like, holy, it's kind of. And we are all in a storm every single day. Every single day is a storm, right? We're sailing smoothly. We're trying, we're oh, we trying are. to keep this ship afloat. We are, we are, man. We are, we are. <laughs> 
with thanks right. and admiration and friendship. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you very much. From Jack, all the way to Vancouver. I'm so thankful for all this, man. I really, really appreciate the, the, the candor and the insight and this powerful, because again, this, this, this was a very, very, I'm very honored to have had you on, man. Thank you man, so much. I really this, appreciate you it. You know what? The honor, the honor is all mine because I, I appreciate what you're doing and, and who would have thought 25 years ago that you would be right there doing a podcast if someone had told you Olivier, nobody in 23 years 24 years this is what you're going to be doing and you're going to be like come on shut the come hell on. up come got, on give me a nah. break I have other things to, have other <laughs> I got things other things to do, things to do. <laughs> I got other things to do like this this would never happen it's like I have no idea no. what what's going through your head right now That's but right. the answer would yeah. definitely be yeah. you're crazy yeah. You're yeah. crazy. And so, here we are. Here we are. 30 episodes later. <laughs> well, thank you very much, man. And and I love the fact that I'm on the 30th episode because Amazing. I kind of have that, 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 that relationship with the number 30 kind of thing. So, so it's, it's, it's telling, man. It's telling. Serendipity. Serendipity. Exactly. Well, thanks a lot, man. Thank with you. With love and blessings to you the and the family. Big kiss to the family for me. And we'll then, do. And then, um, Stay humble, brother. Stay humble. Stay humble and stay awesome. Have a great, have a good afternoon, man. All right, take it easy. Bye. Bye.